my tummy hurts. Ooh, you get the bubble guppies over there? I've been eating a lot of candy. Yeah? Yeah, Halloween, you know? What's your uh, go-to Halloween candy? Because it's different than regular candy. Last night, because I was handing out M&Ms, a variety of four. Okay. When I say last night, I mean last week. This is Goose Day. Sure, sure. I was handing out a variety of M&Ms, peanut, plain, caramel and peanut butter who you got number one there that's so a good mount rushmore i had never had the caramel one so i was excited to try those they're okay yeah they're fine they're like milk duds yeah well a sure. crispy milk dud okay peanuts number one by a mile by a peanut mile. is number one yeah i don't think i even had any of the plain ones have you ever been to the m&m store in times square i have it is fucking overwhelming you have it to is. try every t- every it kind <laughs> it's so stupid it's like i went to times square and i went to the candy store which candy store <laughs> The M&M store. They have like 45 kinds. Yeah. And you can get bags of all of them. But do you really want those secondary ones? No. But you got to try them at yeah. some point, right? So that's... And then I also had the bag of Twix, Snickers... Milky Way mm-hmm. and Three Musketeer. No, it's a candy that I I almost have never bought in my life, but somehow ended up in my bag after Halloween's. What's that? Charleston Chews. So speaking of Charleston Chews, yeah, the minis I, are very yes. good. Trick or treating, I only had like three or four kids. Yep. So I had two giant bags, and after like the first kid, I'm like, take as much as you can. <laughs> well, you're also like you're in a weird neighborhood because you're on the edge of like a neighborhood where people that grew up here still yeah. live here. I have an idea. But Don't give away my of, address again. There's a lot It'd of be fantastic. There's a lot of college kids here. Yes. I didn't give away your address. Yes, you did in the last episode. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I didn't say your address. I had to bleep it out. I did not say your address. Sure. I did not say your address. How about you get me robbed? I might have mentioned your street name. How about you get me robbed? This, this okay. is a really long street, a street that runs into two different towns. Mac, when am I not home? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. You can give him my address, and I don't care. What's someone going to do with my address? Steal all your pops. Well, that would suck. Don't but... give it to my cousin. He'll steal your pops. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, little kids coming by your house, yeah. shortly before we just recorded here, obviously you guys out there have seen many pictures of the Gudio. We've got a thousand Funko Pops in, in here. Several, several action figures. A lot of them decently expensive. You know, yeah. more expensive than your average action figure. So Goose, what is he, eight? Six, turning six. Six. Six-year-old nephew, cousin. What is he? Cousin. But more of a nephew than anything. Yeah. Comes in here and he's like, oh, can I play with this? Goo's like, no, nah, no, no, you can't. Like, sorry, He's buddy. just staring at a wall of toys and Goo didn't let him play with it. And he's anything. like, um, <laughs> when I'm older, can I open this? <laughs> like, sorry, man. I never really considered because I have a young niece, but I don't have any kids in my family that are like six to ten. They're all like really, really young. So I haven't had to deal with telling them no yet for like toys and shit like that. I know. I'm just like, so uh, that's you where you're at. Scratch it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He really wanted to play with your Neca turtles, and you. Really oh my god! Didn't he want really to. wanted those Neca turtles, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll get them for you for Christmas. Which one do you want, Raph and Mikey? That's two. Sorry. <laughs> Back to this though. You mentioned Charleston shoes. Yeah. So I brought in the remaining candy from my house into work. Okay. Someone else did that as well. Wow. They brought in a bunch of Charleston shoes. And news director, Jay Borselli, smart man, grabbed all the Charleston shoes, put them in the freezer. Okay. I think you got to do It's like a 50-50 proposition. Because sometimes I don't want it to be hard. I do occasionally like a rock solid Charleston chew, but mm-hmm. sometimes I like a flaccid one as well. Four hours later, we were eating rock solid Charleston shoes and living it. the life. Uh, same you know with, what I also same with did? peanut M&Ms, I though. Said, I took peanut M&Ms, yeah. tossed those in the freezer, Kit Kats, tossed those in the freezer. So all three of those work well in the freezer, but I also like them flaccid. Once again, my tummy hurts. <laughs> One, two, three, yeah!
King of Queens. Max and Ghoul. Meryl Streep. I'm Goo. And I'm Mac. And we're at the movies. <laughs> Goo's been wanting to change the name of this podcast forever now. And I said, just do what you want. Just do what you <laughs> just want. Stop asking care. me. Uh, by the way, lose my number. <laughs> when I just went during the intro, that made me think of in high school during uh, the national anthem when we were all standing at the blue line. Yep. You used to make cymbal sounds yep, during the national time. anthem. And then by the end of the season, half the team was doing it because yep. it was such a good idea. <laughs> Not to spend too much time on Halloween, but just to piggyback off of our last episode, yeah, I to, mentioned to that I was in, Ollie off that. Yeah, I mentioned that I was in a costume competition. Did not reveal who I was. I'm sure everyone that follows us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook saw that I was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. And I went balls out. And now, give us the reason why some people didn't vote for you because it's awesome. I was in a costume competition at work, and you came in second place. Came in second place. I lost to the Breakfast Club. It was cereal mascots. They put in the effort. They did a good job. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not too mad about that. Since then, everyone has told me how great of a costume I had. Yeah, they always give you the consolation compliments. All of oh, my bosses, it was great, but I of, had to. All of my bosses voted for me, which I feel like they should have more pull in this. Oh, they should have a two-to-one say. Yeah, the main boss should just choose. Everyone well, else shouldn't matter. I don't like that, no. Let's live in a dictatorship. <laughs> more democracy, please. Less democracy. <laughs> so You know what? Let's go full socialism. Everyone should have just split the prize. So someone from the sales pit walks over and says, oh, your costume's great, but I didn't vote for you. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. She 4K. Goes, and she goes, well, it's because you already kind of look like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Which is... Sort of a backhanded compliment. But you also, already looked like a bucktooth Brit. Only like the mouth region looks just <laughs> like him. Everything else is completely different. Yes, my teeth look like shit. We've already gone over this. I had braces three times, and my teeth are terrible. You're I a true know. Brit. Yeah. You're, you're sipping tea. So I lost, which means I will not be buying the turtle cabinet. Mm. It's very well, tough on everybody. Could. No, you still could. No, I said buy it. I told you in the podcast as a guarantee. Okay. If I win, I'm buying the arcade cabinet. Have you spoken to your father-in-law about a potential 50-50 split on buying no. this thing? But what's the whole thing about finishing in second place? You're the first loser. Yeah. If you ain't first, yeah. you're last. Yeah. Brutal. I'm a loser. Although, getting on the podium is nice. Now, if my wife says to you, what should I get Brian for Christmas? Kind of nudge her along. Okay. Because she has asked me for gift ideas before. Mac, what are we doing today? Oh, today? That's right. Uh, we're getting back to basics here on the program. We're back to a Mac and Gooey vault. We haven't done this in a long time. We haven't done this since before the summer. I kind of forget how to do it. Been about five or six months. And when I say I forget how to do it, I mean I have it written down. <laughs> uh, this is, we have three left. Yes, we have three left. After this one, we'll have two left. What was the fourth, what was before when we have four left? <laughs> So the one we did before this was yes. 1997. 1997. Pretty good year. Yeah, it's a good year. Definitely a good year. Uh, the final four nominees. What? Austin Powers won. Austin Powers won. Knowing our audience and how much they hated our Michael Myers episode. Yeah. How did this happen? Contrasting styles here. They've really changed their mind in the last five months. What is happening? <laughs> Where am I? Uh, Austin Powers beat out Goodwill Hunting at 31%. Con Air slash Face Off at... 23 percent again that was the, nick cage. that was the nick cage double feature yeah uh and bringing up the rear somehow some way la vita e bella at now 6%. let me ask you a question here man yeah. if you could yeah. add up the two times that la vita bella was in it still would have came in third here 
I think it's I mean a, four. Still would have came in. Is fourth. it at eleven percent now? Yeah, it might have got like three percent last time, but okay. I've doubled the percentage, so maybe people are well, watching it. Don't worry. When we do the old decade teams for the nineteen nineties, you can pop that in. <laughs> this there. is going to be like me with JoJo Rabbit in twenty years. I'm going to be getting people to watch this movie. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen movies. Yep. We're nominating it for sure. One of us is most likely you, but yeah. if you didn't, I would. Yeah, absolutely. We have two absolute yeah. locks for the final I four. I think the two that we're waiting on to possibly get into 2019 is we have to see The Irishman. We have to see what happens there. I think Marriage Story is going to be fucking awesome, too. You're all about that. Yeah. I don't want it. It looks fucking depressing. F off. <sighs> you F and off. And then let's see what Star Wars does. Star Wars should make it. Let's see what Star Wars but does. But who knows? Because we thought the last one was going to be good. Uh, did we review Force Awakens on this pod? No. Okay, so... Should we do a full episode on the Force Awakens? We should, okay. leading up to that. Okay. And then uh, we can sort of and then, talk about Last Jedi in yeah. that. And then also, we'll do a Best in Series Star Wars Redux after this yep. final movie. Okay, yep, I like that. That's and then good, that's 11 call. movies within there. Because the last time we did the Star Wars Best in Series, go back and listen to the episode. Episode 72? Two? I have no idea. I don't know why you looked at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. But listen to that one. Pretty good. That's the lead up to The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. So since then, we've had Jedi, Solo, and next one. As too high as we were on The Last Jedi, dog-wise, yeah. I think we did a good job of breaking down how fucking stupid that movie Look, was during it. I'm just really happy that I pointed out that no one cared that Admiral Akbar died. I'm really it's happy. ridiculous that no one paid attention <laughs> to really it. I'm really happy I gave it the lowest score out of me, you, and Wesley, because I feel okay. like I can hang my hat on that. Back to 1997. So 1997, you want to get to some of the uh, viewer comments, listener comments. Well, let's go to the what first viewers? There was a separate poll on there, Okay, and that is, which movie is Nicolas Cage more handsome in? Yeah. Con Air or Face Off? Right. 66% say Con Air. Yeah. Absolutely. And I the people agree. are right. No, yeah. you said face off because he's technically John well, Travolta. He's definitely in that John movie. Travolta, yeah. But if you're talking and Speaking of John Nick Travolta, Cages, he'll be all over 2000. Uh, unfortunately, in the yes. bad bad side of the uh, yes. the year. Uh Jeremy Scientology. <laughs> uh Jeremy Armstrong said all I can think of when life is beautiful is placed in this top 4 and it is a gif of uh Robin Williams and Matt Damon hugging when he's telling him it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Great scene in the movie. Uh, hashtag Dork Podcast said the correct answer is A New Hope Special Edition, Empire Strikes Back Special Edition, Return of the Jedi Special Edition. But for reals, my four would be I Know What You Did Last Summer, Scream 2, Awesome Powers, and Money Talks. What's Money Talks? Do I know that movie? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the Walking Ken, your brother-in-law, said this. Not yet. <laughs> There's still time, Elena. There's still time. You can run away. <laughs> he said this can't be close. Austin Powers is a top comedy of all time. Sheesh, people. Looks like we have another hashtag ant situation going on. How? I don't know. I don't know. I don't How? know. What? I mean, it's a good set of four movies. I think at the time, maybe Nick Cage was up there. I'm not really sure. Uh, Gert B. Frobe said, I went with the Nick Cage double feature, but yes, not should. having gross point blank on here is a tragedy on par with Circus Peanuts and Black Licorice. Mm -hmm. Devastated. Mr. Williams said, great selection. Nick Cage movies in the 90s were straight fire. Too bad he's flat broke now and has to do the shittiest movies to make a buck. Maybe he hadn't seen Mandy. And so that's what PB said. Yeah. P, P, say, <laughs> P. Buern said, shittiest movies. Did you see Mandy? No, he said it's P saying Buerns. What'd you say? You said P-Sabu ones. P-Borns. P-Boos. My P-Burns. My P-Burns. 
Depends what I pee. Uh, Backcracker said, I wanted to vote for Life is Beautiful so bad, but I had to cast my vote for Machine Gun Jumblies, baby. This movie still holds up and is fucking hysterical. Mr. Williams did also point out that since 2009, Nicolas Cage has been in 51 movies. Come on. Yeah. That's outrageous. A blind squirrel finds a nut sooner or later. <laughs> uh, your sister said, Goodwill Hunting will probably win. But goddamn, I love Life is Beautiful. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, Do you very want to much. break up Ken and Elena before they can... <laughs> Rob... You guys can watch it every night. That and Pinocchio. Yeah, that'll be... Why, why Pinocchio? What's the... his name? Is it Roberto <laughs> Benigni? Yeah, he does play Pinocchio. That's yeah. true. In the live-action Pinocchio. <laughs> Rob Parody said, I was really torn here. I love me some Nick Cage doing Nick Cage things, but Goodwill Hunting is just too awesome. I'll never see the Italian movie. Fuck you. And Austin Powers <laughs> can suck a fart. Also, fuck a bug's life. Ants forever. Bullshit. It's forever. <laughs> it's it's. Paul Facetti said it's got to be the cage doubleheader, just quintessential '90s over-the-top action. Buscemi, Roland Conair is awesome, which is true. Yeah. The corny one-liner is perfect. Face off another gem. Travolta and Cage in full force. Plus a lovely Gina Gershon. I do love Gina Gershon. I hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. Was that in a Little Wayne song as well? Probably. Lil Wayne quotes I hate everything. To see you go. Running back and forth. Soccer team. <laughs> Oh, Boston White Guy said, stop trying to make La Vita e Bella happen. It's not going to happen. Nice. Fuck you. <laughs> Pete the Swede said, I have chosen wisely. The Bright Side Chat said, Malkovich, Rames, Chappelle, Buscemi, all in an over-the-top Nick Cage popcorn movie that's as entertaining, fun ride as you can have. All that said, sorry, I had to go see about a girl. So he went good with hunting. He went with a swerve, twist mm -hmm. ending there. Swerve. Jacob Morocco said, this is as ridiculous as Goo choosing Batman during the horror character draft. Thank you. You can't just combine movies. Of course, that'll get the edge. Besides, Awesome Powers is better than both of them, and I love Con Air. And I thought I bought a sponsorship for any Lost World talk. We must have talked about Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Did we? It was yeah, probably 97, It was, right? it was 1997. Yeah. Yeah. I think we mentioned, is it good? That was the main question of, hmm. is it good? We're going to ask that question about a lot of movies from 2000. Should I bring my six-year-old cousin back up here? He seems <laughs> to like dinosaurs. Joey Gloucester said, say what you want, but 13-year-old me could eat a peach for hours. Face Off <laughs> Face Off was one of my favorite teenage movies, and Con Air was good enough. That was the most ridiculous part of Con Air. It's Nicolas Cage with his long, scraggly, balding head, yeah. just eating a peach and talking about just eating a peach, eating them peaches. Mike Baranowski said, having life is beautiful instead of men in black in the top four is a horrible call. You can also go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. Corey Badia said, got to vote Nick Cage. I was absolutely obsessed with this movie. And more specifically, Nick Cage's matching golden handguns as a kid. They were the coolest thing ever to me. Hashtag you're a peach. Home and podcast. Um, improvement podcast. They said, goodwill hunting is more like bad will hunting. Overrated. Fucking smashed it. Absolutely demolished that joke. They are my favorite podcast. Someone <laughs> tweeted them saying, should I go as sexy Al Borland? <laughs> And they go, that's an oxymoron, because he's already sexy. Right, right. <laughs> you know who went as Al Borland as a kid? My brother. Your brother would. <laughs> oh, man. I can't find the photo anywhere. Oh, that's too bad. I had one of the best embarrassing childhoods, and I can't find anything of any proof. Paula has doesn't have pictures in places? There's only pictures of like the normal stuff, like when I was mm. a raccoon for Halloween. <laughs> I could see Brendan going back and just burning all the stuff he didn't like. So my brother's 35 or 33. He's older than me. Were we ever in high school with him? One year. Okay, so he's 30. During that one year, he set off the fire alarm because he was making popcorn in the IDS room. <laughs> And there was a snowstorm, yeah. and he was wearing flip-flops, and then he <laughs> fell down a hill. 
Oh, man, was he still larger then? Oh, he was huge. He was 400 pounds. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think he was that big. Damn. Yeah. Good on him. He fucking looks great now. Yeah. Mike uh, Sardrally says, great choices. I voted Austin Powers. <laughs> at, Yo! At Roy Donk High C said, Goodwill Hunting definitely ages the best and has the most quotable lines. Uh, I thought about this earlier. Mm -hmm. I was talking about gold member with someone at work. I love Gold. gold and i said the most aged scene of any movie mm -hmm. like the most within that one minute of the movie is in gold member when the osbournes are talking about <laughs> pod right we are we are like, could there be anything that was completely the 2003 august of 2003 <laughs> like that that is it I love that since that fellow gave us the one-star review for me singing, yeah. I've doubled down on the singing. Pod? What's pod? <laughs> oh, did you say Youth of the Nation? Uh, Jeffrey Lowell said double feature Johnson. always wins. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in the words <laughs> of the great... Schlong. That was always, uh, what's his face? The ugly looking dude. One of the Howard brothers, right? He's yeah. always He always pops up in there. Yeah. Uh, and in the words of the great Nicolas Cage... At Mac and Goo Podcast is my hummingbird. That was very nice of him. Murph hated it and said none of the above. None of the above posted a gif of a movie. I don't know. Something with, with John Cusack. All right, Mac. You got anything else? And I think that's it. Did I get them all? I don't have any Austin Powers sounders on the board anymore. I'm very <laughs> sorry. I replaced it with farts. <laughs> all right. So the people weighed in on 97. And I think for the most part, they agree what with Austin Powers. movies is 1997 joining oh, what is God. austin powers joining here we go 1985's back to the future 1986 aliens 1988 die hard 1989 batman 1990 goodfellas 91 silence of the lambs 92 my cousin Vinny. 93 jurassic park 94 the shawshank redemption 95 toy story 96 happy gilmore 97 of course austin powers international man of mystery 98 saving private ryan 99 fight club 2001, Training Day. 2002, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. 2003, Old School. 2004, Anchorman. 2005, Batman Begins. 2006, The Departed. 07, Superbad. 08, The Dark Knight. 2009, The Hangover. 2011, X-Men First Class. 2012, The Avengers. 2013, This is the End. 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy. 2015, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. 2016, Deadpool. 2017, Logan. 2018, Avengers Infinity War. That, of course, leaves 1987, today's 2000, and 2010 as the final three. Mac, let's say we take a step back in time. You're traveling back through time. Not physically, but mentally. With Mac and Goo. In the Mac and Goo time machine. So watch your step. We never know what will be thrown into the Mac and Goofy vault. The year... <laughs> in the year 2000. So when you actually put 2000 at the end of your movie title, it made sense. I only have one of those. Just one I could remember, yeah. Dracula but, 2000? Yep. yep. <laughs> Dracula 2000! So let's start with the Dishonorables. Dracula 2000. Calm down. Let's first off, <laughs> who are the award winners? Oh, right. That whole thing. You know how we do that yep. first. 73rd yeah. Academy Awards. So the winner for Best Picture, Gladiator. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Best director was Steven Soderbergh for Traffic. Now, I have never seen Traffic. I love Steven Soderbergh. I probably should watch that movie. I might never, though. I think in I've the Midwest. At this point, and what are you going to do? In the Midwest, they call him Steven Potberg. Oh, fucking smashed it. Uh, Soderbergh also nominated that year for Aaron Brockovich. Double nom. Aaron Brockovich, based on a true story. There you go. Dirty Water. Best actor, Russell Crowe. Dirty Water. <laughs> 
Russell Crowe as General Maxis Decimus Meridius. Would you Meridius. let Russell Crowe punch you in the face? He does look like he's got a heavy punch, but I would to say that I've been punched by Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was wanted, actually, to play Wolverine in X-Men, also came out this year, and he said no, but may I recommend my Australian friend. Russell Crowe fighting around the world is one of the best South Park episodes. That's also just like, just a funny joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where... In the, middle of the joke, in the middle of the joke, it's kind of stupid, yeah. but it just comes, it back, comes around. back around so hard. <laughs> like it just keeps on going. Best actress, Julia Roberts as Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. As Aaron Brockovich in Aaron Did you know Brockovich. That, that's based off a true story? <laughs> uh, best original screenplay went to Cameron Crowe for Almost Famous. Which, I enjoy that movie. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, they weren't given out animated then, so... What are you gonna do? What That's would you it. give it to? The half animated Rocky and Bullwinkle? Uh, no, I would give it to the Emperor's New Groove. Ooh, I like that one. Mm. Mac, let's start out with the dishonorable first. Yeah, let's go dishonorable. Yeah. Dishonorable discharge, and let's yep. not bury the lead. The worst movie of the year, and maybe of all time, mm. is Battlefield Earth. If I had to make a list of worst movies of all time, and you say you only get three options, yeah, you can list three. This is on there. For sure on there. And this plays into this whole thing. So back in 2000, I'm sure people were aware John Travolta was a Scientologist. But I don't think people realized how big of a Scientologist he is. Yeah. Or how big of a Scientologist you have to be. Because all Scientologists are like are all bought in. So in part, this movie is like dedicated to L. Ron Hubbard. Isn't and it's it, fucking well, weird. Wasn't the book written by L. Ron Hubbard? It might have been, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. But I know... I know, like, he got this movie made because of Elrond. Mac, is a nine Metascore good? Ah, no. It's quite poor. It, 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 it being that high is fucking shocking. It should be 0%. The year is 3000 AD. <laughs> I like how they said AD. Like, yeah, that's right. the most preposterous well, that's, thing. Yeah, because it's religious. It's 3000 Anno Damani. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth is lost to the alien race. Feclos? Seclos? Cyclos? I'm not really sure. Humanity is enslaved by these gold-thirsty tyrants whom are unaware that their man-animals are about to ignite the rebellion of a lifetime. Director Roger Christian. That's deceiving. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's like naming... The... <laughs> Director Richie Jewish Guy. Starring John Travolta, Forrest Whitaker. It's so ridiculous that Forrest Whitaker's in there, too. Yeah. Like, I, what are you doing, Forrest? You know there was, like, I don't know, 20% of the population that just loves sci-fi. They're John yeah. Travolta fans that were, like, excited and also, for this movie. this movie costs, like, well over a million bucks. Scientology, man. And then also... A million's not a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> One million dollars. Uh, well over a hundred million dollars to make. And I'm just guessing. We can look it up, actually. But I'm going to say it made $25 million. It made $21. Ooh, I was close. And also, I've been I've I've uh, found out that pretty much whatever you find out the budget of the movie is, yep. double it uh -huh. for like commercials and advertising. Oh, oh, I got you. So 100 went in, and then 100 went more, into you ad. Got you. Got you. Okay. Well, that makes sense why the studio is trying to double its investment. That way they yep. break even. Okay. Next up, another one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> This one stars Robert De Niro, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, I missed this one, so good it's catch. not good. It's horrible. It's, it's really bad. This is a good catch, Is this the too. one with... Uh, Robert else? De Niro, yep. Rene Russo, yep. Piper Parado. Parabo. She was the friends well, of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Let's just do double feature Piper Parabo for Coyote Ugly as well. Okay, thank you. <laughs> also, Jason Alexander. Ah, oh, that's right. Jason Alexander is who I was thinking of. Alexander now is actually posturing to play the Penguin in Batman, he... to which I would say, please don't. Jason Alexander with glasses on, a.k.a. as George, looks like a perfectly fine human. When he doesn't wear glasses, 
he scares me. He looks scary. It was around this time that he started doing a bunch of movies. Like, 97 or 98, he did The Hunchback of Notre Dame as the really annoying gargoyle. Mm -hmm. He did this. Shallow Hal. In Shallow Hal, where he has a tail. And he also has a Chia pet hair. Yeah, he really should have just retired as George. Another terrible movie, and this one also has a very good cast. Ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, Charlize Theron, and that is Reindeer Game. Yeah, I've never actually seen Reindeer Games. I'm but sorry, plural, games. There's I, more than one game in I, there. I uh, make fun of it strictly because... Ben uh, Affleck. If Role you, model. If you white, you Ben Affleck. <laughs> Can you guess what Ben Affleck's name is in this movie? In this movie? Yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, the name of the movie is Reindeer Games. Uh, Joey Reindeer. Rudy. Rudy Reindeer. No, oh, Rudy. Just Rudy. Like, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Yeah, like Rudolph Reindeer. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> let's stick with the Christmas theme. Okay. And let's go with the movie that I hate. Ooh. I think it's disgusting. Strong H. I refuse to watch it. Mm-hmm. And that is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's not good. I saw this movie in theaters. It's there not good. There is nothing appealing about the visual style of this movie. It's a bit crass. It's very crass. And the central girl in the plot, Cindy Lou Who, yep. Taylor Momsen, ended up being like a, a nudie singer. Like yep. She had a band and she flashed her tits a bunch. Of course. So if you'd like to Google that, go for it. She played Little Jenny yep. on Gossip Girl. Oh, wow. Uh, there was a storyline where mm. she was trying to get back at Blair, so okay. she slept with Chuck. Oh, Chuck's <laughs> such a whore. When Blair found out. I bet. I bet there was a comeuppance. End of season two. <laughs> or was that season three? Speaking of fat, pleasant men during the yep. holidays, Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. I'm really borderline on this. <laughs> because. I'm Janet not. Jackson you know what? is hot. I'm not. It's That's bad. all I'll say. It's bad. Yeah, it's funny it's about not clumps. Good. It rhymes with dumps. Oh, like clumps of dump. You know? <laughs> we can use it finally. That was the first time it was funny. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Also, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Wait a second. Rocky Bullwinkle. That was a cartoon, yeah. right? Also a cartoon once, The Flintstones. Viva Rocks Vegas. Yep, and Viva Rock Vegas. Horrible. This is yeah. the one with Stephen Baldwin. This is the sequel. Yep. This is the sequel to the John Goodman one. Yeah. And this, the John Goodman one's not very it's good. It's terrible. But I like it. This what? one, this one I don't like. Okay, so one second. Back to, back, back to the clumps. All right, let me. You've, you've distracted me. Okay. Right. Back to the clumps. More yeah. importantly. Yeah. There's a great scene in this. Now, mm-hmm. we love the fart jokes in the first one. Sure. And this one. Father Clump yeah. is choking on something. Poppy Clump. Poppy Clump. And then someone has to give him Heimlich. Yeah. And as he's coughing up the food, yeah. he then farts. Classic. And <laughs> blows a candle up and a restaurant catches on fire. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a classic joke. <laughs> classic year 2000 joke. By the way, I don't think I'm excited about the Eddie Murphy stand-up. No, it's... He hasn't had a funny bone in his body in 20 years. Have you seen anything Eddie Murphy in the past, like, year? First of all, he looks like... I thought he was... Actually, he was fine. He looks like he's possessed. I thought he was good on Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, but he was kind of a cunt. That's the only one you get. I haven't said it in a while, so that's the one I get. You only get one. Also, that's a tough radio edit, but... We're on the radio, guys. Yeah. 9 p.m. Hear of it. Sunday nights. You have them in WBZ, your cars. Because no one has them at radio, home anymore. <laughs> 10.30. Like 60 years ago, every home had a radio. Say Google. Now, none of them do. Alexis, turn <laughs> Alexis. on WBZ Did radio. Did you say buy Alexis? <laughs> yes. Back to Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's been on a couple talk shows recently. Okay. I saw him on Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And he's lifeless. So he's getting praise for that Dolomite movie yeah. on Netflix. I'm not going to say, like, I can't even remember the last movie that I liked that Eddie Murphy was in. I'm sure he's great in this. But again, we just feel like, and this is, we can come together, we can stand behind this, we can draw the line in the same area as a podcast. I don't think he's funny anymore. I think he lost it. He told a story on Kimmel that was five minutes long. Mm -hmm. 
that was about his friends. And you're just thinking the whole time, land, land the plane, Eddie. Land no the plane. one else knows. Like People don't yeah. know his friends. Right, land the plane. And then it was an inside joke at the end. What are you doing? And he was super sleepy. Do you think and Kimmel was trying to get him like to talk about certain things, and he just wouldn't do it? <laughs> do you think it's because he was such a megastar in the eighties that he literally used yeah. all of his ideas? So he got I, tapped out of funny. After that, I watched him on an interview from nineteen eighty one. Yeah. First off, he dropped an f bomb, and he so was like F-bomb. nineteen in eighty one. I mean, the slur, the, the like. He oh yeah, that. yeah. So he says that often yeah, in, in those early stand ups. So he was on Carson. He dropped that, and Carson goes. I probably wouldn't say that if I was you. Yeah. But he was full of energy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was energy that he had by himself. or Cocaina. Cocaina. Mm. But uh, yeah, a lot of energy. Maybe he needs the cocaina again. Possibly. That'd be great if he went on stage and just... (laughs) Sorry, guys. Forgot to do my obligatory line. A really bad comedy from that year. Almost Mm. unwatchable. Scratch that. It is unwatchable. Okay. Loser. Loser. Jason Biggs. Didn't see this. Okay, skip it. <laughs> didn't skip see it. it. Got no no thoughts on it. A movie that I was so disappointed by mm-hmm. because it stars three of my favorite actors. Okay. Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, Danny DeVito. Yep. Screwed. I feel like you just like everything Norm, so that's shocking. But do you not like the other two actors? Yeah, that's true. But I'm saying like if Norm's in something, you automatically like Danny it. DeVito plays... Is it a morticianer? So... The head of the funeral home isn't necessarily the guy that's doing like the undertaking. The guy that deals with the dead bodies. A mortician, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So Danny DeVito plays that character. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that he has sex with the dead bodies. Oh, he's a necrophiliac. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Don't quote me on it. <laughs> if anyone else has seen Screwed, don't call me out. We opened up the pod talking about the year 2000. Yeah. You know? Not nope. being put in movies. Dracula 2000. Dracula 2000. Gerard Butler as Dracula is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But this it's is also, so bad. it feels like a Johnny come lately because movies were calling themselves 2000 back in 98. 98, yeah. Yeah. They fucking missed the boat, but yeah. at the same time, actually accurate. And then I respect speaking, it for that. Speaking of Dracula, let's just go ahead and jump to, I'm not saying this movie is bad. I don't know. I've never seen it. It's called Vampire Hunter D, colon, Bloodlust. What does the D stand for? Dick. 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 Vampire it's Hunter B- Dick. Billy D's favorite movie. <laughs> it's Vampire Hunter Dick Bloodlust. Uh, by the way, getting back to the Piper Parabo Kaido Ugly connection there, that was one of the most disappointing movies okay. ever. I thought of this earlier. Do you think it is the most disappointing movie since Showgirls? No, because Showgirls, you see tits and you see Gina Gershon. Tits. And you see people humping people's tummies. Elizabeth Berkeley looks good. I don't care if the movie sucks. She looks good. They should call it tummy humpers. When I saw Showgirls as like a 12-year-old, I'm like, wow, amazing, amazing. And so you think Coyote Ugly is going to be Showgirls. Maybe this is the biggest fucking diss you could ever say. Coyote Ugly couldn't even live up to Showgirls. That's how fucking bad Coyote Ugly is. Can you make a movie poster that says that? <laughs> this couldn't live up to Showgirls. Repromoting Showgirls? No, repromoting but- Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Uh, Goose, speaking of uh, men that like women, the ladies' man. What? It's not very good. I almost put this in my top four. Yeah, well, you're an idiot. That makes sense. It's a lady. It's just not good. Uh, ladies' man, I'm looking to spice up my love life. What do you recommend? May I suggest the butt? The sketch is funny. <laughs> no, three minutes. The movie is funny. Three minutes of that Will character Ferrell is funny. Is hilarious in the movie. <sighs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen is great. It in should the movie. have been a short. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is hot. Dude, do you not laugh every time when they go up for that final wrestling match? And he's just like, what are you doing? I just, it's too much. Give me Tim Meadows. I don't know if I'm a Tim Meadows guy, though, because his episode in The Office, I don't like. That's a good episode. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. That's a good episode. When they go to the restaurant, yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan. I just don't find him funny, I guess. I love Tim Meadows. 
By the he's, way, he actually he's funniest in Mean Girls. That's when he's funniest. Chris Kattan is touring with the touring Family Feud show. Oh, yikes. Want to go see Chris Kattan? No, I don't. I don't want to see Chris Kattan. Such as Mango. I'm not going to say I'm a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but I like conspiracy theories. Yeah. I like when people are passionate about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what plays into that? The movie The Skulls featuring Pacey. So you've been on your dishonorable. Yeah. It should be a movie I like. I fucking hate it. Okay. It's Paul Walker. It's Joshua Jackson. It's about secret societies. It sucks. Since we're looking to hurt each other's feelings right now, yeah. dishonorable, ready to rumble. I mean, you, we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost half our listeners. What what don't you like about Ready to Rumble? Oh, all of it. But I do like David Arquette yelling that wrestling is real. Ready to Rumble is, is not good. A quintessential two thousand movie. So late nineties. I think we just talked about when they were trying to shoehorn Jason Alexander into movies. Sure. This is also when David Arquette was shoehorned into a ton no, of. No, no. But what plays into this is he actually loves wrestling and he wrestles now. He's an actual amateur wrestler now. The guy fucking loves wrestling. Wasn't that one of Deadspin's last articles? Oh, I'm sure. By the way, good riddance with Deadspin. Holy shit. Deadspin, what, 10 years ago, 8 years ago? Great website. Like, at the forefront of blogging humor. That website went downhill so fast. So fast. (laughs) Like this episode, after you fucking dishonorably mentioned, ready to rumble. You know what else David Arquette is in? Scream 3. Yeah, so Scream 3 is not very good. No. Uh, That was one I struggled with because I sort of... I'm a Scream apologist, not as big as Keefe. I like Scream 3 because it's a Scream movie, but it's clearly the worst in the series. Mind if I do you from behind when you're wearing that Scream mask? <laughs> uh, Shaft! Well, I was going to speak about another horror movie. Shaft? Sure. Also that. Yeah, Shaft's bad. Go ahead. Urban Legends Final Cut. I've only seen the first one. Oh, man. Just those movies aren't good. I saw the first They're one. I'm like, good. this is an instant classic. Let's not even try. <laughs> uh, another horror movie. Yep. The Blair Witch sequel that has nothing to do with the first Blair Witch, and they rushed to production because the first one was so successful. Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2. Now, didn't they make another sequel last year or two years ago? Uh, that two was years supposed ago, it was just to called, disregardless. It was just called Blair Witch. I think it was sort of a, like a Halloween reboot sort of thing. Yeah. So one of the biggest successes of all time in film history was Blair Witch. Yeah. And they fucking rushed out a sequel just to make money. Mm-hmm. And they actually made one of the worst movies of all time. One of Disney's big misses. And this is when they try to get into the 3D art dinosaur. Yeah, I don't. So what this movie is, is it reminds the, me of like Fantasia kind of. It's the land before time, less emotional, but CGI. And there's a monkey. It's fine. It's a monkey. It's fine. It's a miss for Disney. Like if you're making a list of dishonorable oh, yeah, no, no. Disney if movies. If this was made by like DreamWorks. We'd be like, oh, good job. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Good work out there. It's not a bad movie, but if you're weighing it up against Disney, which you should, it was for sure a miss. Mm-hmm. Do you any more dishonorable? Yeah, uh, me, myself, and Irene. So that, that movie was like stinks. A, that was a borderline. Yeah, that movie's not. Good. I don't think it. It stinks. doesn't hold up well at all. I think it's more of people weren't ready for that kind of Jim Carrey. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe it's not for me. What? Like, what about the movie's good? I guess is the question. Jim Carrey's pretty funny. That or Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. I saw yeah. that a couple Bruce weeks Almighty. ago, actually. That's really good. It's about the same time. 2001, I think, was Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty might have been on three. I don't know if it was that late. You could be right. Could I enjoyed right. that, though. Yeah. A monkey flew out of a guy's butt. There you go. Any more dishonorable? I think that's. I think we got them all. Let me look okay. through the list here. Yeah, we got them all. Okay, I got a tweener here. And it's, okay. I only want to mention it. I, I got just, a bunch of tweeners. Okay, well, let me, go, let me do my tweener first. All right, my tweener, your tweener, our tweener, we're all tweener. And it's only because I've seen this movie a hundred times. Okay. And I don't even think it's good. I don't know why I've seen it so many times, but Hollow Man. Starring Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Shue. I have Shue. also seen that many times. You see Elizabeth Shue's right? nipples through her shirt. That's the reason why I uh, saw it. Great, Actually, great so, scene. You know what I said? I'm not sure why I've seen it. Yeah. That's the reason that's, why I've seen that's it. That's why. So in 2000, it's we were... super rapey. Oh, that's why I liked it. Cool. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay, Goo Kelly over there. Uh, Goo, another one that's not good, but I like it because I saw it when I was 11. Let me just toss this out here, right? Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. Mac and Goo, we're anti-rape. As a podcast, yeah. do you agree to this? Again, we can draw another line in the sand here. We're anti-Battlefield Earth, and we are anti-rape. And I think Those we're also, Eddie Murphy's not funny. Yeah. Oh, that was the line in the sand. We Is did. there any yeah. more Those lines three. in the sand that Let's you want to get out Let's make a Mount there. Rushmore of lines in the sand. Those are the three. Uh, one more. One more line in the sand. Don't do it now. Save it. Okay. We'll save that. I don't okay. want to waste it. I don't want to be forced into it like mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Snow Day. Snow Day is a movie made for 11-year-olds, and it's a good movie for an 11-year-old. Did it come on an orange tape? Because it was a Nickelodeon movie. It was a Nickelodeon movie. I don't know if it came on an orange tape, though. Okay, find out. I was going to say Ready to Rumble, but you already dishonorably discharged yeah, that. Yeah, Ready to Rumble. It stinks. Uh, how about this foursome right here? This fivesome. Go ahead. Dude, where's my car? Down. You no, don't... up. Sorry. Oh, up. Wait. You just pointed down. <laughs> You don't, I you lost, lost. I don't know. You got disoriented. That's an honor, man. <laughs> okay. That's so. You know how I you love said, that movie, but it sucks. You know how you said that Ready to Rumble is a quintessential 2000s movie. Yeah. Dude was my car is the perfect movie for the year 2000. Yeah, I agree. So for my second nominee, I thought about just nominating five of these comedies, basically all of these. Uh, Bedazzled. That movie sucks. No, that's honorable. loved it. It's honorable. Uh, Big Mama's House. That movie sucks. Very much enjoyed no, it. Big Mama's House is actually a pretty good comedy. I mean, all of these movies suck. Don't no, kid yourself. Big Mama's House is a pretty funny comedy. Next Friday. When she tells that young man that he looks like a bird. When, nailed it. When, Paul Giamatti is has, great in that. Nah, he fucking blows. Is that your line of the sand? <laughs> yeah. Next Friday. Sucks, but it's good. That's a good comedy sequel, though. Sure, yeah. Like, all of these movies aren't good, but we like them. So what does that mean? Are we morons? That makes sense. We'll get back to Bedazzle in a second. Shanghai Noon. It's a worse version of Rush Hour. But it's still... It's it, watchable. Yeah. I think it has a pretty good meta score, actually. I think it has a meta score <laughs> of, I lost it, I lost it, 77. Well, because it's got an Asian guy and a black guy. It's a white like, guy. don't want to piss people off. Owen Wilson's white. Oh, that's right. Chris Tucker's the black guy in the other movie. What Women Want, Mel Gibson, Helen Hunt, I think actually funny. I think that's an honorable. Yeah. All right. So all of those were honorable, you're saying. So let's get to the honorable. Okay. Number one is Chocolat. purely oh. for I Love You, Man. That is Marcus's favorite movie, I believe. That makes sense. Chocolat. But uh, I Love You, Man. The running joke is that it's it's delightful. I went on HBO. Yep. They had chocolate. I rented it. Goo, Rugrats in Paris. It wasn't as good as the first one. No, but it's still good. Or was it better than the first one? Nah, it's not better. Than you know the what first this one. movie gave us? Mm. Baja Men. A-B-I-O. <laughs> did the first one give us Baja Men? I have no idea. I don't, it was, one of them gave us Baja It was Baha so long Man. ago. It was 19 years ago. How I am I supposed to remember? I know that this movie gave us Kimmy. That is yeah, we Chucky's got Kimmy in this movie. Japanese sister. Correct. Yep. And her mother. Yep. What's her name? No idea. Kimmy Mom. <laughs> no, come on, man. No idea. What else we got here? Ah, Chocolats. Gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Good movie. It's good. But if Nicolas Cage was like three years younger, it would have been better. So he doesn't Nicolas Cage it up in this movie. No, he I, actually the, acts in this movie. I want him to Nicolas Cage it up. See, maybe. This is a good cast, though. I love me some Gio Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi is sneaky, a great actor. You don't see him in anything, but a, every time you see him, he's good. You know what he was very good in? He used to do like five episodes of My Name is Earl every year. Mm. He was hilarious as Frank. He's terrifying in Ted. He's a good villain in Ted. Yeah. Like he should, where did he go? Why is he not in things? He was good in Friends. Isn't he in Peaky Blinders? Oh, I don't fucking know. He's, he's in Peaky Blinders. Why would Blinders? I watch that show? I want to watch Peaky Blinders. No, I don't want to watch any shows. I'm going to put that line in the sand. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> go to The Replacements. The replacements. Yeah. This now, is borderline top four. Yeah, you you said that earlier, and I was like, well, I don't know about that. Then think about it. Another movie that's not great, but we remember as such. Like it's 
it's a good movie. It's on TBS a lot, and it I is. like that. Maybe that's why. So a lot of these are cable television movies. Yeah. Maybe that's why we like them, but they suck. I don't know. Maybe they've just been drilled into our heads. I know a lot of people love The Replacements, but there's a way better football Ever movie from this Ever hear of Falco? Year. There you go. Mission Impossible 2. I like all of the Mission Impossibles, and they were getting better up until the last one, but the last one was still really good. Where would this one rank? It actually might be last. It might be the worst Mission Impossible, now that I think about it. It's between two and three for the worst one, I'd say. Love and basketball. Uh, this is Omar Epps. Yep. Dwayne Wade's wife. What's her name? Uh, Gabrielle Union. And mm. then Sana Latham. Is that, I think that's her Sana name. Sana Latham. I really like this movie. I watched this with my dad one time. It was a very weird watch. <laughs> During the sex scenes? It was very odd. <laughs> Like, ah, yeah. too much love, not enough basketball. Ooh, oh, no respect. I thought it was called Love and Basketball. <laughs> this looks like sex and smut. Goose, starring Watertown's own Elijah Dushku. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. And I really like Bring I was It On. Say, Separate from the Watertown Elijah Dushku thing, again, Gabrielle Union and... Uh, By the way, do you see that Gabrielle Union wore her costume just the other day? Her and her daughter were dressed and up as the Shamrocks. She looked just the same. It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. 20 years later, she looks the same. Maybe yeah. better. She might look better now. And I know I've already said this a couple of times, but I was really close to putting Bring It On in my top four, in my top two. It's, again, another, like, this is the year 2000. And, in, like, the in year a 2000, I Kirsten Dunst. Year 2000 comedy, we're looking at Dude, Where's My Car? Mm-hmm. Because that's, it's one-liners. It's stupid one-liner stoner comedy. Yep. Bring It On is a great high school comedy. It's actually like a good drama yeah. on top of the comedy, too. And then another one is Miss Congeniality. Yeah, so speaking of that, yeah. Miss Congeniality is one that I think like probably didn't launch Sandra Bullock because she had done Speed, but I think it showed another side of Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Like, oh, she's not just going to be this heroine. She can actually be funny. Yeah. And she's mostly done rom-com since. Like, and she's, she's kind of went down this similar path. similar character to that almost every time. Like her character in, what's the one with Ryan Reynolds? Where's Steve? No, that's the one with Bradley Cooper. The Canadian uh, cabin. <laughs> okay, well, we're not going to come up with the name of this, but she's sort of been playing that rom-com female Let me ask for you a, a question. So she was in a movie with Keanu Reeves Yep. where they both stay in the same cabin, and it's a time-traveling cabin. So the mailbox, you can put letters in. Oh, I remember that, yep. Um, that was Keanu Reeves? I think it was Keanu Reeves. It wasn't, uh, I, no, Johnny Depp's in the one where he he's the killer. Okay. Sorry for spoiling that movie. Let me ask you a question. If there was a mailbox mm-hmm. that you could put mail in and then years later or in their present time, they could get the mail and read it. Yep. Would you put your dick in the mailbox? No, I was just thinking, though, I'd put a dildo. <laughs> for sure, put a dildo. You wouldn't just put your regular dick in the mailbox. Well, because then I'd probably lose my cock. No, she'd reach in and think that you sent her cured meats. No, I think you got to close it for them. It'd to be get like it. a vortex. Be a time I vortex. I don't want my cock stuck in a black hole. I just That sounds terrifying. That's usually where I'm trying to put it. <laughs> I didn't realize what I was saying until I said it. Woo! I was like that uh, sportscaster the other day talking about dropping balls on his chin. Did you see that clip? I did not. <laughs> Mac, I love scary movies. Scary movies great. Another one that I considered for the top four. I love it. I love this one. There's a, lo- I, there's I like a lot the of comedies. second one. The second one's fine. Yep. But this one is actually really funny. I'd say this one and is it the third or the fourth one with the signs references are the third two third one is the signs one. So those are the two best. I'd say the second one's the second best because I love I don't agree. David Cross and Take my strong. I just hands. love that part of it, but that's it. That's Fanta all I love through. from it. Fanta coming through. Fanta coming through. <laughs> Carmen Electra gets her boob job taken out. I think David Cross is really the only funny What's one. Was that <laughs> uh goo little Nikki. 
Little yeah. Nicky's another one that's not very good, no, but it's if, also great. If I Get didn't see this, if I didn't, that's great. <laughs> if I didn't see this when I was ten, yeah. I would probably hate it. Yeah, you'd burn this movie to the ground. But I saw it when I was ten or eleven. <laughs> I'm all in. This movie's so bad. One of the jokes in so the good. movie is they have Hitler as their maid in hell. Yeah, and they just shove pineapples up his ass. Yeah. One thing that's really tough this, to watch in this movie yeah. is that Rodney Dangerfield. Is their dad or the grandfather? I think he's the grandfather. Okay, and he's literally on his final steps there. Yeah, not and great. it is it's rough. So this was right around the time where Adam Sandler started sucking. This was like the last little bit where you're like, okay, he's all right, and then as soon as we hit 2001, that was it for Sandler. Think of the happiness. <laughs> Think of the rainbows. He just he ran Popeye's sort chicken, of he, fucking awesome. He ran out of ideas. He just ran out of ideas. If anything, he came up with something great. I love Little Nicky, but it's a fucking terrible movie. Mac, one of the most underrated Disney movies of all time yep. is The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, it really is. And again, it's because it gets weighed up against the rest of the Disney stuff. But if you just watch, watch this movie on your own, you'd be like, wow, this is a great movie. This is a murderer's row of voice actors great here. Great voiceover. David cast. Spade does a great job. He really as does. As Couscous, correct? Couscous, yep. John Goodman, Eartha Kitt, Patrick Warburton is so funny, amazing. He's awesome. Yes, he but he's pretty much awesome at anything he does. Mm -hmm. Like I just think of him as putty all the time, just but staring straight forward <laughs> and just I don't know what you mean by that. He was great as the tick. Big yeah. fan of that tick. Go to Meineke. Get yourself <laughs> a can of oil. Uh, road trip. Yes, another one that sucks. But it's so good. It does not suck. It sucks. It's so bad, you know but it's awesome. So out of place in this movie, but they're the funniest parts of the movie. What's that? Is Tom Green? Like <laughs> yeah. he is. He's just back at the dorm taking care of the fucking is, snake. He has no part of this movie. <laughs> he's just a friend. That's he is, it. So they didn't know what to do the with them. They he were like, "We already got snake. four people in the car. We can't have Tom Green." He mistakes Alston and Boston. Yes, which is so <laughs> fucking funny in it. <laughs> Uh, he's just weird, but man. This has some of my favorite jokes. Would you kill a cheetah? <laughs> I blanked her. DJ Qualls D again. DJ Qualls before Mac. new guy fame. Bracken when Meyer. He's, when he's just laying there with a fucking boner in the tidy whities is one of the funniest scenes I've ever. You know seen. what? We might have to do a full episode on the new guy because <laughs> we'll do road we trip. Of... New guy and Freddie got fingered. Okay, well, so new guy, right? Yep. Starring Eliza Dushku. Yeah, Watertown Zone. The fact that you say, let's take this nerd, bring him to another school, and he'll be cool another there. school. And it used to but, happen, though. Which, no, but it works if it's not DJ Qual. Fair. Absolutely fair. But do you remember that the aura around a new kid in high school? Everyone yeah. was like, oh, new kid, oh, new kid. Oh. And I always hated the new kid. When it was like a, I'm like, what? When it was a girl? What's cool about this new kid? What? We, have, we don't know him? That's well, it? When it was a girl, it was always like, is she hot? She's new. She must be hot. <laughs> I, you know those mm. I shouldn't have hated the new kids because they always felt awkward it must suck being the new kid oh yeah but good god I hate good you god. new kid I blanked her <laughs> the perfect storm actually good yeah, yeah actually good, good good casting John uh, C. Riley. no one overacts yep. for, which is surprising considering the cast uh, pretty good if I was in the movie if I was on the boat I would have said oh, I, was, I was in this perfect storm and all I got was crabs <laughs> <laughs> fucking smashed it uh, goo pitch black Starring Vin Diesel as Riddick. I've never seen that. Wow. No. no? Never seen it. Pretty good. Pretty good, like, kind of horror, but not that scary. It's uh, It'll remind you of the Kate Beckinsale movies, Underworld. Yeah. It's sort of like that. A movie that I have seen on Comedy Central, maybe more than any other movie on Comedy Central, mm -hmm. that is bedazzled. Well, I brought that up a little bit ago. I'm bringing it back up right now. <laughs> it deserves its due. Uh, Liz Hurley. Oh, Liz Hurley Liz looks... Liz Hurley, man. Huh? Another, another one. Uh, like Gabrielle uh, Union. 
What 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 fountain of youth are all these fucking people drinking out of? If we did top ten devils, mm-hmm. would she be number one? It would be Patrick Warburton as a fan, and then Liz Early maybe number That's two. That's quick. Mount Rushmore. Yep. It's Pat Warburton. Yep. It's her. It's Will Ferrell as the devil in yes. SNL. That's and then three. For the final one, would you go with Dave Grohl from Tenacious D? Mm, not bad. Not or bad. would you go with Tim Curry, who actually plays a very scary devil in that Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other devils. You can pick the fourth. I'm going to go with Dave Grohl. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> But back to Bedazzled. Yeah. I feel like the idea of it is better than the execution. Sure. Well, it's Brendan Fraser. What are you going to do? You could probably win an Oscar, I suppose. <laughs> Mac, Erin Brockovich was based off a true story. Yeah, that movie's good. I don't know if she should have won Best Actress, yeah. but that movie's good. Uh, Chicken Run was a movie. Yep, that's a... Uh, that's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. What Lies Beneath? I actually haven't seen this. I Harrison see this Ford one. and Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. I think some people... A Robert Zemeckis movie. Yeah, I think some people hate this movie because it's sort of... It's very derivative. Yeah. But what are you going to do? It grows to $155 million? Uh, Best in Show. Yes. Best in this Show. This was also very close to making. Yeah, it probably... I feel like one of us should love this movie more than we do. I really like it. When comparing it to the other Christopher Guest movies, it's probably in the Mount Rushmore. Right, right. But it's definitely no Spinal Tap. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it is. It's like Spinal Tap's the one you always reference, mm-hmm. and no one really references Best in Mac, show. what if I were to tell you that Amy Adams was bottomless in a movie in 2000? Oh, this one came out in 2000? Psycho Beach Party. Love it, love it. So Psycho if Beach you Party. ever end up on CelebrityMovieArchive.com, this has a, a snapshot Look, of this. Look, guys, gals. Usually in movies, mm. like women's tops get sucked off. Yeah, like that happens a lot. Right. You but this free one, the nipple, you know, this one, much like Joker, flips the genre on its head. Shocking and bottomless, <laughs> just straight bottomless. Yeah, bottomless. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. Whole oh. nine lards. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude of you to say about me. <laughs> What did I say? Whole nine lards. <laughs> the whole nine yards. Oh, man. Yeah. It's Bruce Willis, Matthew Perry. It's fine. I would say that's fine. I don't love that movie, but it's fine. You know a movie I do like, and you mentioned as a as a tweener there, mm. What Women Want, Helen Hunt, Marissa Tomei, Alan Alda. Marissa Tomei so good. This, like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus, is the only time I've ever found Helen Hunt attractive. And what I really like about the premise of this movie is that Mel Gibson, in fact, knows what women want. He wants, like, women want to be yelled at. Women want to be berated. <laughs> women want to, you're making me smoke! <laughs> Remember that? Okay. Oh, you're really going to hate one of my final fours. Time out, I gotta pay. <laughs> Goo, final destination. I don't know if I hate this movie or I love it. I think it's very creative. Okay. We'll give it that. Yep. There we go. The sequels suck, though. Oh, my God. The sequels uh, are bad. The one with Sean William Scott, the third one, I think. You a big fan of that one? Oh, I'm a big fan of that one. <laughs> big fan of that one. Yeah. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Yeah, so I guess we can talk about it again. So She's the, got the biggest panties in the world. Jennifer Garner and the other girl. The other girl is the one that played Stephanie Tanner's friend on uh, Full House. Marla Sokoloff? I fucking love that girl. Okay. Love the way Calm she down. looks. Love the way her head touches her body. Just super into her neck. Really, really enjoy that girl. Once again, we're not going to talk about it for a long time, but the ladies' man deserves to be here. Please. I mean, whatever. I don't like the movie. You look like you smuggled two Christmas hands on your pants. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Pretty good movie. A movie that I didn't watch until like five years ago, and I said, wow, should have watched it sooner. You like music? Yeah, I do. It's true. <laughs> Traffic. 
Again, this is a Soderbergh film that I should probably watch. I just haven't. Mac, you know what they call him in New England? Tonicberg. <laughs> Tell all the soda jokes I can. <laughs> uh, X-Men goo. Yeah. The movie does not hold up well at all. It I would even say in, it sucks. It ushered in <laughs> the new superhero comic book genre. Yeah. Give it its due. But looking it back at it. It was a stepping stone is what it was. But looking back on it, it still did a ton of those 90s tropes. You got the leather jumpsuits. Really stilted writing. Very weird one-liners and catchphrases. Yeah, and I don't like the set piece of the Statue of Liberty no. either. I just think that's stupid. The CGI is not great, mm-hmm. and they didn't rely on it too much. But when they did, it did not look good. Yeah, I just feel like when you watch that movie now, you're like, this movie's not very good. Whereas, like, Spider-Man 2 still holds up pretty well. You know, it's a couple years apart there, but... But some of those, like X two holds up pretty you well too. Compare X two to Spider Man yeah. two. Yeah, like X two holds up pretty well as well. Mutation. I just, just not a fan of X Men mm. anymore. Mutation. Uh, Goose mm. Snatch, which has a double meaning for us yeah. and anyone that knows my father. Yes, your father <laughs> has used the word snatch more than anyone else in their life. Yeah, and it does not, and it refers to what happened to Amy Adams in that movie. <laughs> Mac, uh, we've already talked about the replacements. How about Charlie's Angels? The movie's not the best. And so, there's a remake coming out soon. So I left this off because I, was again, wasn't sure if I hated it or I liked it. I think just because of the cast. I hate Drew Barrymore, though. I don't like her either, but I like Lucy Liu. And you, you know what? The first time I liked Drew Barrymore is when she was on Norm's uh, show. Yeah. She was actually like likable. I actually really like that, too. And Cameron Diaz dances in a Spider-Man underwear. I don't this? find her attractive in the least. Not since The Mask. Another one. There's another one who I found attractive one time only. Mm-hmm. Right there. The Mask. Did you like... In Full Throttle, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Of course. Of course. The sequel. That Bill Murray was replaced by Bernie Mac and Shia LaBeouf. Which, uh, I guess I haven't seen that. If you do the math, does yeah. that equal up? All three are great in their own right. I don't want to compare Bernie Mac against Bill Murray because I love them for different reasons. So let's say you think Bill Murray is this much better than Bernie Mac. Okay. Putting a Shia LaBeouf in there, does that equal it up? I guess maybe it does. But like a perfect Bernie Mac role is him in like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Bill Murray can't do that. Well, a perfect Bernie Mac role is Bad Santa. Okay, yeah, he could have done that. That would have been pretty good. Like, Bill Murray... No, I'm saying Bernie Mac is in Bad Santa. Oh, I thought you meant as Billy Bob Thornton's He could have done that, too. That's what I was thinking. No, he's the mall security guy. Yes. They're both really good at certain things, but they don't intersect there. There's no crossover. Like, how well could Bill Murray eat an orange? Do you think Bernie Mac could have done Garfield? I wish he did now. (laughs) Just constantly, instead of saying, you know, talking to John, played by Brecken Myers. Yeah. Some of my bitches. Uh, Goo, American Psycho. I like this a lot more than you do. I feel like a lot of people love this movie, yeah, and I like it. The scene that I love, though, is when uh, the he business f- card feels the other guy's business card. That's it's a great, such scene. a good scene. I love the kill scenes in this, yeah, because they're really comical. Like mm. the the OCD is really really funny. Some of the stuff with Reese Witherspoon isn't great, mm. but the stuff with the kills, with the music, how he's explaining like the music while he's killing. And then one of my favorite sight gags is when he's at the ATM. Speaking of ATM, Mac and Goo ATM. Ask them off. Search us on Pornhub. <laughs> is he's at the ATM and it says, feed me a stray cat. Yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, speaking of ATM, Requiem for a Dream. That's A-T-A. <laughs> right, right. Ah, let me do some Googles on that. Requiem for a Dream is the quintessential movie of you watch one time and never watch it again. It's like uh, burn after reading. <laughs> but literally. After you literally. read it, burn Yeah, it. that's it for you. And I would say that the most depressing slash grossest of those four storylines is the mother. Yeah, I agree. Yep. But it's just, 
you just feel gross watching the movie. You know, there's no way around it. That's a really gross boner. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very strange boner. Uh, a movie, a murder boner. Another movie like Best in Show that I feel like one of us should love, and apparently we don't, Memento. I feel like Memento is one that I just should love, and I don't. And I, it's a good idea. I don't think Christopher Nolan hit his stride yet. Right. If he had done it like four years later, yeah. probably would have been better. I don't even know what we're on right now. We're just breezing through these. I got uh, like four left, maybe? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. Problem with this movie is it's a very slow burn. But once again, back then, not a lot of comic book movies, and this yeah. technically really isn't. But when it's you sort want, of been taken in by the comic book, but movies. when you want a serious comic book movie after yeah. like the goofy shit that you had in the late nineties, yeah. this was it. I think it's one of the last movies that Bruce Willis tried. Yeah, he, he doesn't completely mail it in. And again, the Shyamalan twist at the ending that Mister Glass was fucking behind the train wreck is like oh, it's like an oh shit. Oh, oh. Great, it's a great twist. High fidelity. Never seen it. John Cusack, very good movie. He owns a record store. His girlfriend breaks up with him, so he's dealing with all that. Jack Black is in it, a young Jack Black. Mm. It's good. Check this one out. All right. Add it to the list. I'm a big John Cusack guy. I like John Cusack. I was Cusack. just wondering. Very punchable face, though. Oh, absolutely. He looks very sad. Yeah, it looks like he got Botox like 40 years before anyone else got Botox. Mm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Great. The action is great in this. I've made fun of this movie so much, though. Like, fucking terrible name for a movie. Oh, well, yeah. Should have called it something else. Should have called it, uh... Tiger Dragon. <laughs> or know. Crouching Hidden. One of, one of those two. Pick. I mean, I've watched a bunch of movies called Hidden Crouching. <laughs> Castaway. Castaway. I, I love Castaway. I love Castaway, too. But how many times have you screamed Wilson in your life? Oh, a million times. Right. But with Castaway, you watch all of the other Tom Hanks movies, mm -hmm. and you say, this would be so much better if it was just Tom Hanks. And then Castaway gives that to you. <laughs> I wish I knew more about cinematography and filming things because this movie, they legit just filmed Tom Hanks doing stuff on like an island. Yeah. And that must have been really interesting to see from like a third point of view, like from the side. I wish there was footage of people filming them because that would be really interesting, like how they set that up because it's literally just Tom Hanks on a beach. And then my final non-nomination would be Gladiator. Solid. Yeah, Very like good. Gladiator. Great action One scenes. best picture, but yeah. I have seen Requiem for a Dream more more recent than I have seen Gladiator. Gotta get off somehow. Yeah, but who wants to the watch Gladiator ever movie. again? Gladiator was amazing the first time you saw it, but there's something to be said about a movie that you never want to watch again. I never want to watch Gladiator again, in part because it's so fucking long, but in part because nothing. I'm not getting anything out of Do it. Do you have any more honorables? Did I miss anything? Uh, let me run down the list. We here. haven't done this in a long time, and I'm very concerned that we missed one. I think one. we did all right. Maybe we missed a couple. What are you going to do? Well, what do you miss it? If it's a good one, I don't want to miss what it. What are you going to do? I don't want to miss it. Okay, ready to nominate? Yeah, let's do it. The first nomination to get into the Mac and Gooby vault is... Meet the Parents. Good nominee. Came out the year 2000, PG-13, 108 minutes, comedy and romance, 7.0 on IMDb. That does not matter. 7.0, really? That's it? I'm telling you, IMDb wow. scores stink. That's terrible. They're, they're not good. Don't 73 Metascore. That good? Pretty good. Okay. Especially for comedy. 84 on the tomato meter. Yeah. That's very good. Yep. A male nurse, Greg Fokker, meets his girlfriend's parents before proposing, but her suspicious father is every date's worst nightmare. Director Jay Roach stars Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, Terry Polo, Blythe Danner, or Blythe Danner. I think if you're going to pick a comedy from the year, this is it's it. got to be this. Look, it's the most quotable. The comedy duo that we never knew that we needed. Mm. Stiller and De Niro in this are perfect opposites, and they're so good that they're actually not bad in the sequel. 
Yeah, these, the sequel's these two okay. Just, these two just go well the together. The sequel's okay. Because this is a perfect comedic performance by the nothing-can-go-right loser dickhead Ben Stiller. Yeah. And the father-in-law, who's way too nosy, who's a complete hard-ass, Robert De Niro. There are so many jokes that are constantly quoted yep. today. Good to quite good. <laughs> Circle of trust. The cat takes shits in the toilet. Puff Jinx, the magic Jinxie. dragon. Puff the magic dragon. You can get a whole bunch of mums. He spikes the ball off the sister's face. <laughs> just, just, that's one of the best scenes ever. He paints the cat's tail. And when he does that, everyone loses their mind of like, what are you, some kind of pervert painting a cat's tail? <laughs> His name is Gaylord Falker. Yeah. Bomb on an airplane. Bomb to bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. He's a nurse. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then Owen Wilson's really good in it. Yeah, and Owen Wilson's very good in it. The number one joke from this movie. Mm-hmm. I've got nipples, Falker. Can, Can you, you milk, milk me? me? <laughs> I mean, how many times have you said that quote? A million times. Daily. And it's it's Daily. funny every single time you say it. HR has called me so many times at work. <laughs> like, you got to stop saying to all of your coworkers, I've got nipples, you know Falker. What I'm thinking about Can you milk me? Just right now, in Meet the Parents, the whole suitcase thing. Yeah. Which is funny. He gets the whips and chains or whatever. That is something but that you But do you are... think they did now reuse that in dodgeball? That's what just popped into my head. Most likely did. That's where they got yeah. it from. But so also, that. isn't that one of your biggest fears when you're traveling? It's one of my biggest fears, and I never, I only bring carry on Same because here. of it. Same here. Because I never, if I lose, if the airline loses my luggage once, I'll be in prison because yep. I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Mac, what is your nominee? Uh, my first nominee is The Patriot. Speaking of Goose favorite, Mel Gibson, this is a rated R action drama in history. History, just history, with a runtime of 165 minutes. This is a Rotten Tomatoes score of 61% from the critics, 81% from the audience. On Metacritic, it's a 63. This is written by Robert Rodat, who did Saving Private Ryan, and somehow Thor The Dark World. That's a bizarre, bizarre credit. This is directed by Roland Emmerich, who did Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla from 98, The Day After Tomorrow, that shitty-ass 10,000 BC, 2012, which also wasn't very good, White House Down, that was okay, Independence Day Resurgence, and the upcoming Midway film, which actually looks really good. It looks all right. So I think what we gather from that movie, if you don't have his movies grounded at all, it's not very good because the Patriots grounded. Synopsis, peaceful farmer Benjamin Martin is driven to lead the colonial militia during the American Revolution when a sadistic British officer murders his son. So this stars Mel Gibson as Benjamin Martin and Heath Ledger as his son, Gabriel Martin, and Jason Isaacs as the smarmy fuckbag British prick guy. And all three are amazing at their roles. And it's really the only three characters you have to care about in the movie. I love this movie because I'm not a history nerd, but I was a history major. And so I've watched this movie, what? It's a nerd in general. Ten times in school, whatever it was. I think oh, this speaking movie. Speaking of watching movies in school, yep. I saw Meet the Parents in school roughly 100 times. <laughs> One of our substitute teachers, Miss Fitz. Yeah, RIP. Miss Pete. Yep. She showed it every time she was a substitute. It's the only movie she owned. What yep. are you going to do? VHS. People talk about uh, Braveheart and how that's like the Mel Gibson film. I prefer this to Braveheart. No, I realize like. Braveheart's probably a better film. It's about a better, you know, story. But I think Mel Gibson in this fucking movie is amazing. And the whole gut punch of when the smarmy fuckbag British guy kills Heath Ledger is like, oh, yeah, let's fucking kill the Brits. Let's go do it. And then when he finally gets Jason Isaacs in the end, so satisfying. Such a satisfying conclusion. I don't know. I just feel like not enough people side with the Patriot over Braveheart. What are you going to do? And now the Patriots have six rings. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah bro. All right, my final nominee to get into the Mac and Gooby Vault is Almost Famous, rated R, 122 minutes adventure, comedy, drama, 7.9 on IMDb, no one cares, a 90 Metascore. Ooh. You know what else Ooh. has a really high Metascore? What's that? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like a 94. Yeah, I could see that. That's crazy. Yep. 
A high school boy is given the chance to write a story for Rolling Stone magazine about an up-and-coming rock band as he accompanies them on their tour. Director Cameron Crowe stars Billy Crudup. Crudup? Sure. Patrick Fugit, Kate Hudson, Francis McDormand. Also, Zoe Deschanel. Mm, that's right. Yes. Yep. Grossed $32.5 million. Tomato meter of 89. Audience score of 92. You watch this movie through the eyes of William, touring with Stillwater. Everyone in the band fits their role perfectly. Yeah, very well casted. Yeah. Very well casted, very well acted. You get the big rock star life, and you have some standout moments, too. Like when Russell is doing the whole Jesus moment on the garage, and Tiny Dancer scene is an all-timer. It really is, yeah. And I also think, you know, I don't know if they lucked into it or if it was something they thought about. The movie poster is iconic. One of the most famous Should movie posters of all time. we have that? It would be a good addition. What should we replace? And a lot of a lot of movies have copied that idea since. Like it's very simple, but I, I just it just works so so well. Hold me closer, Tony. This I mean, this was the movie that launched Kate Hudson, right? Like I don't think anyone really knew who she was before. At least I didn't. Penny Lane. That's the one. Penny Lane. My second and our fourth and final nominee. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is a rated PG biographical drama sport movie with a runtime of 113 minutes. The Rotten Tomato score is 73% from the critics. I don't understand the 27% that didn't like it. 93% from the audience. A Metacritic of 48. What are the critics doing with this movie? What the fuck are they doing? Is 48 Mets and Mets? 48 is below Mets and Mets. Mets and Mets is like 50 to 65. Okay. This is written by Gregory Allen Howard, who did Glory Road, which some people have seen. And he's actually doing the upcoming Harriet movie that's coming out this week, last week. I don't know, sometime soon. Is that about Harriet the Spy? Tubman. Same thing. Kind of the same thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is directed by Bose Yakin. Yakin. Do they both eat mayonnaise and tomato sandwiches? Believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'd know him from the movie Uptown Girls. That was really funny in um, Big Mouth. Mm. The Harriet Tubman stuff. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Uptown Girls, starring Brittany Murphy and Dakota Fanning. You a big fan of that movie? No. All right. Well, that's the only other movie this guy directed. Wow. Synopsis: The true story of a newly appointed African American coach and his high school team on their first season as a racially integrated unit. So again, I don't know if it's a common theme from this year, but. I watched this movie a lot in school. Another yeah. school-centric movie. And it's the movie I've seen most from this year of movies. It's so I rewatchable. I for me, it's bedazzled. I mean, that's sort of weird, but fine. Yeah, Dude, Brendan Fraser is a seven-foot-tall basketball player <laughs> with a tiny dick. Yeah, classic. It's a classic move. <laughs> he thinks he has everything but the most important part. Gone. See ya. Oh, Liz Hurley. <laughs> This stars Denzel Washington as Coach Herman Boone, Will Patton as Coach Bill Yost, Wood Harris as Julius Campbell, Ryan Hurst as Gary Bertier, Donald Faison as Petey Jones, Goo loves Donald Faison, Craig Kurtwood as Jerry Rev Harris, Ethan Suplee, Goo loves him as Louis Lastic. I do love Ethan Suplee. Speaking of My Name is Earl, right there. <laughs> I mean, this cast is incredible. Yeah. Kit Pardue as Ronnie Sunshine Bass. Hayden Penetier is, is a young Cheryl Yost. Kate Bosworth is Emma Hoyt. And Ryan Gosling, the Goss, is Alan Bosley. Is it the Incredible upset of the cast. century that I don't own Bedazzled? I think, you know, we all love Denzel. Denzel is fucking puts on another, another fucking show in this movie. But why this movie works is Will Patton, as his foil, Coach Bill Yost, is every bit as good as him. And then the locker room stuff. They nail the locker room stuff, playing with the whole race relations thing, talking about integrating schools, integrating sports. It's a really, really good movie. It's got a great message in there. And again, a six-year-old can watch this movie and love it. A 40-year-old can watch this movie and love it. And I think that says something like about a good movie. I feel like you're talking about Bedazzled right now. <laughs> a six-year-old can watch Integrating racial, and then also six-year-olds can watch it. I just feel like can watch it. this year has a lot of 
really good movies, but movies I don't love. And I love Remember the Titans, for better or worse. Yeah, I would say that there's no real standout movie from this year. Yeah, it's t- there's, a, again, a lot of really good ones. We just yeah. named a thousand of them. But, you know, I feel like it's one of those years where everyone has a different number one. Whereas in a lot of years, we can almost agree on the best movie. This year, not so much. And I think we'll have more controversy, even just about our final four picks. Yeah, no, I could see that. But that sort of plays into it. Because there's probably eight to ten movies all on sort of the same level. Uh, and it's just a matter of preference at that point. All right, Mac. And speaking of those final four picks, what are the final four picks? Uh, the four nominees for the year 2000 are Meet the Parents. Yeah! <laughs> The Patriot. Ah. Almost Famous. Yeah. And Remember the Titans. <laughs> Vote Goo. <laughs> Who are you voting for? I'm going to go with Meet the Parents, maybe? I'm a comedy boy. You know this. Yeah. Through and through. I feel like the two for sure that we're going to be on here, Remember the Titans and Meet the Parents. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd go Almost Famous or not. That deserves to be on. I there. feel like one of us had to. I think the Patriots the weakest nominee, but I also I really people enjoy love Mel that Gibson. Movie. Yeah. But sorry, no, they like him as an actor. <laughs> Ten years ago, I'm but gonna, he knows what women want. I'm gonna go with Remember the Titans. I think They're I just making me smoke. Just love that movie. And don't forget, guys, you can vote on who gets into the Mac and Goofy Vault on Twitter. This will be posted 6 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. Let's get into Max Zack. Max Zack. And Max Zack could be anything. It could be a tweet. It, it could, could even be, be a boat. email. It could be a boat. Mac, this is a tweet. Okay. <laughs> All right. This comes in from Murdoch McCoy at Murdoch McCoy. Okay. At Dork Podcast and Mac and Goo Podcast. Does Terminator colon Dark Fate qualify for a podcast with either of you. Oh, fuck no. Might have to see it tomorrow. Then again, I was the only person who saw Last Blood. I was just going to say, I'm glad he included that at the end there. I have zero desire to see this movie. I'm never going to pay to see Hear this movie. Hear me out. So I'll see it in a year, maybe. Fool me twice. Yeah. I've already seen two other Terminator 3s. Right. And what was the one with they Bale? They keep on Chris resetting it. No yeah. one saw that. No one's going to see this. Who's going to see this movie? What desire in you... To have that, well, that so Terminator whole thing. I had no desire to see it yeah. until it said, The Return <laughs> of Avatar Boy, yeah. James Cameron. I just, I couldn't be more out on this movie. Just leave it. Just leave the idea alone. I don't need more fucking but cyborgs. Arnold's in there. Yeah, I'm good. And Linda Hamilton I'm shouts one-liners. I'll be back. I mean, are you going to see this movie in theaters? I've already skipped it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't... There's not I mean, no a lot, desire at there's all. There's not a lot in November that I want to see. I actually want to see quite a few in November. and I want to see Knives Out. So are you going to see six movies in the theater this month? No. Hmm, interesting. Are you? I might. Six? The schedule ahead that I potentially might see, I have Marriage Story, Doctor Sleep, Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, and that's only four. So I'm only seeing Doctor Sleep. Oh, and Frozen. I'm That's only, five. I'm only seeing Mr. Sleepy if you see it. So I mean, I'm going to see it. I don't okay. want to do an episode on it. Well, you save that <laughs> All right. for next Halloween. Um, Goo, I ran a poll the other day on the old interwebs during the month of October. You're always looking at polls on the interwebs. Uh, second best Halloween movie. Now, after last year, last October, when we saw the new Halloween. Which, by the way, this is a poll that we've done before. I know. Fine. But I think my, my opinion has changed on it. Maybe yours hasn't. Pretty sure we said the new Halloween was the second best. I think sort it is. Sort of by default. 
I think it is. I have soured on that. I think I've gone back to Halloween 2. Which Halloween 2 are you talking about? There's three of them. 1981. Okay. So that hospital I, setting is just creepy, man. It is, but it I don't... It works. I don't like that movie, though. Yeah, I do. I do like that movie. I, and think, I like I like H2O as I well. I think Halloween 4 is better than both 2 and H2O. I'd rank it Halloween, Halloween 2, H2O, Halloween 4, and then the new Halloween. I'm putting the new Halloween behind all of them. If I was doing a six-pack, number one would be Halloween 1978. Number two would be Halloween 2018. Wow. Number three would so, be... So, yeah, we differ greatly on it. My interest has Halloweened greatly. I also know these are terrible movies, but I have such a weird love for them. Yeah, but I think it went the opposite way with the new one. I think the new one was really well made, but the movie actually sucked. Which is fine. Like, the story was terrible. That's fine. I'm cool with that. All right. Want the rest of my six-pack? No, I don't. All right. I already listened to one the other day for the first time. <laughs> I know. Also in Mac Sack, we get a sweet review from iTunes. And guys, if you write an iTunes review, you get a Mac and Goose shirt. Mac, you know how easy very, it is? I, I mean, that was my whole thing later on. Do you know how easy it is well, I guess you to can write a review? You can, you can do the read. You are literally <laughs> on your phone right now. You are in the Apple app. You are in the Apple podcast app. Just go to fucking write a review, give us five stars, and write a review. It's not that difficult. You're already there. Just let the boy sleep in your bed. Is this our longest episode of all time? It's really long right now. <laughs> I think it's roughly three hours long. This says best hour of your life. As long as the Patriot. From Facetti62. PFOS, as I like to call him. Five stars. You want laughs? You yeah, want movie news? Sure. We don't really do a lot of movie news, do we? No, it's more dork stuff. You want friendship? That's us. That is us. You want fashion review? That's definitely us. By the way, we got an email earlier. Probably mm -hmm. should have put this in Mac Sack, but mm. they said, let Fashion Mac live. It is a staple. Yeah, we haven't done it in a while. No. Hasn't really been a good reason to do it, though, either. I suppose not. Then, this is the podcast for you. Mac and Goo bring you the latest in movies and all things geek. From Max Racks to Goo's Juicy Six Packs, these guys bring the mustard. These and then guys he put, are pretty neat. And then he put 40 hot dog pictures. And then he put, simply put, Mac Ampersand Goo Podcast is a masterpiece. Signed, Paul Facetti. So he we, actually signed his review, which is great. Are we now members of the Geek Squad? Can we fix things? I don't think you want us to, but yes. I think there's a decision to be made there. If you go to the Geek Squad, that you have to realize the person you're speaking to is going to know your entire search history, which goes back to our conversation from last week. Just buy a new computer. Well, that's like when I broke my Mac and a repair shop is like, oh, you can leave it here. And I was like, I'd rather not. Yeah. You know I'd rather what? just throw it away. You know, give it back to me. I'm going to yeah. smash it right now. I'm done. <laughs> also, speaking of news, Spider-Verse 2, April 8th, yeah. 2022. See, this is sort of why I hate news, because that's not news. That's no. two and a half years away. But also, like, we have to stay alive. I don't care about that announcement. so far away. I knew I was getting a second one. I don't need to get jazzed up about a movie that's two and a half years away. I might be dead. Let's get into Mac Sack. If you made it to this point of the podcast, please send us a gif of your favorite movie from the year 2000. I can't even plan a week ahead. You try and tell me I got to plan two and a half years ahead. Like, just easy. Where easy. can you find us? You can find us on Wrap Twitter. Up. Let's go. Come and on. on Instagram. You tell me. You just spoke for seven minutes. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Mac and Goo Podcast. <laughs> on every other platform, we are Mac Ampersand Goo. That includes Facebook, Stitcher, TuneIn, Catsbox, Speaker, Google Play. Uh -huh. Radio. 
Radio. The second most important platform is the iTunes. Get on the iTunes, subscribe to us, rate us, review us five stars. If you do that, like Paul Facetti, you'll get a brand new Mac and Coo t-shirt it's from the folks so over easy. at Watertown You're Sportswear. In the app right now. Watertown Sportswear on 34 Mod Auburn Street in Watertown, right in the square. The website is watertownsportswear.com. The phone number is 617-924-1840. Watertown Sportswear, expert screen printing and embroidery. Tpublic.com. There's so many good things. Go waste your money. Yeah. Nothing else this week. No, we'll do. I'll do a bunch more. I'm sure you'll have seven more episodes. <laughs> I will. I will. Last week, lots of content. Go listen to it. I don't it. know. There's got to be a select few that are like me when they get a notification of new Mac and Goo. They almost punch their phone. You know what you should do is uh, punch the subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed that. Tuesdays are Goose Days. I abuse kangaroos. Bye. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure.